0: Our next episode on keys grief is shared by our guest Ross, bravely talking about the tragic loss of his son Oscar when he was just two years old. We hope his story helps a lot of people in similar circumstances. Here's Ross's story. Hi Ross, how are you doing?
1: Yeah good, how are
0: you? Yeah I'm good, thank you mate. It's uh, nice to meet you.
1: Yes, you too. Thanks for um, coming
0: down. Yeah definitely, just want to start off by thanking you for like sort of making the commute down. It's um, Sunday as well yeah taking up all your weekend and that no, so uh yeah how long is it sort of taking like two hours to get here
1: uh yeah just under two hours cool. um, should have been about an hour and a half but the classic uh, British summer
0: <laughs> yeah exactly now we appreciate it mate because that already is like a big effort to come here and already like making a big effort to share your story anyway so um just want to start off by like how, how did you sort of hear about geezer's grief because obviously you reached out out to us on uh, instagram about sharing your story and that how did it come about like you're listening to our podcast
1: So, I think it was uh, you and two Ross Wilkins, um, who I follow on Instagram, and he mentioned you guys and and checked you out. Um, Listened to a couple of episodes and thought, you know, potentially my story is, you know, could hopefully help a lot of people where they've been through similar things, you know, not necessarily the same circumstances. But, you know, if I could share my experiences and what I've done um, and how I felt in that time, then if it helps someone to kind of come to terms with what they've gone through, then. You know, I think that can be a good thing, really. Yeah, that's
2: quality. Yeah, definitely. Um, I yeah. must say, like, we get quite a few messages on Instagram just after a podcast. Mm-hmm. You get their friends text you, like, saying, oh, that was really good. But your message sort of, like, touched us because, like... It's, it stood out. Yeah. Like, Yeah, like you say,
0: after each podcast, we do get quite a few messages um, of, like, people, like, volunteering to come on, which is great. That's what we want mm. and stuff. But you're sort of, like... Um yeah, it was like a big highlight and it sort of um I feel like it's something that's not definitely, really spoken. Yeah, really and we definitely it. need to get it out there sort of thing. Yeah. Um so yeah, I've, I really appreciate it, mate, because it ain't an easy subject. It don't matter what grief you've been through, as you know yourself, it's not an easy subject to talk about. Um and especially as a geezer it's even harder isn't it i think
2: in today's society it's i think sort of it's sort of good time and when we spoke we said like ashley Kane's door and stuff like that and i think that sort of opened up everyone's eyes so it does like it is yeah yeah i think it's so. real yeah.
0: it makes it sort of like it makes you feel a little bit naive to the subject mm. we we definitely were 100 yeah. and then yeah. obviously talking to yourself um about your story and that it definitely like highlighted how naive we are and, You'd literally it's another sort of way to remind you you'd never know what's around the corner um and stuff like that but yeah that's enough of us <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rambling we'll sort of pass it all over to you mate really we sort of um yeah let's hear your story mate
1: yeah that's fine um so uh, my son Oscar uh, passed away sadly on Christmas Eve 2019 um, from a brain tumor which was undiagnosed you know we didn't know Anything at the time beforehand um, until he went into hospital after having gone into cardiac arrest the week before. Um, but it, I suppose a lot of it kind of started about four or five months prior to um, Oscar going into hospital. Um, he'd, uh, he collapsed when um, he was out with Emma, and my wife, when they were in Brighton um, within. Uh, some kind of chest infection which was ammonia um, but ever since that point he was having recurrent chest infections and uh, respiratory issues and having an uncoordinated swallow which you know is you know a, a young child at nursery he's going to pick up things like that so you know I think a lot of doctors and us as well assume that he was just picking up lots of infections but the, the frustrating thing was is that he was never being truly treated for you know what was going on and it just, uh, it just kept happening and happening every few months, every few weeks. He was going to hospital, seeing GPs, going to various specialists, et cetera. Um, and, you know, that kind of went on from about August to uh, to about December time, 2019. Um, and then on December uh, 19th, I think it was, um, I was at work uh, in Eastbourne. It was a, a Friday afternoon. Uh, we were just kind of, you know, closing out the year really as a as a as a team, we're having, you know, pizzas in the office and just talking about, you know, looking forward to next year and looking forward to Christmas, et cetera. And then um, my wife, my wife ran me about two o'clock to say that um, Oscar had collapsed. Um, they are at a soft place in uh, a place in Tubbridge Wells. Uh, and then I need to get there quick. So I just, you know, packed it away, just left work straight away, uh, started driving, uh, was about an hour away. And then Emma ran me again, I think about 15, 20 minutes or so into the, my car journey there and said, He's, his heart stopped. Um, there's someone here doing CPR, and I just, I just couldn't believe. You know, it just didn't seem real. Like some, similar to what you were saying earlier on. I think you're just so naive to, you know, things like this happen to other people. They don't happen to you. Uh, I remember just driving, you know, thinking, well, what do you mean his heart stopped? That's just, it's just insane. Um, and someone that was doing CPR, um, and then I run my mum to tell her my dad. Um, my dad said, okay, well. Let us know where you're going, and we'll come and meet you. Um, I got to the soft play centre, and uh, there was an air ambulance there waiting. Uh, walked into the room, and um, you know he was just on just on the floor uh, while they were you know prepping him for the flight. And the uh, the, the air ambulance doctor said, "You you're going to come with us uh, to uh, St George's," and I said, "Yeah, well, absolutely." So we got an air ambulance to uh, St George's. In uh, in West London, my wife came up in a police car uh, a few hours later, um, but we, we got to that hospital. Um, they took him into A uh, and E where there was just just a huge amount of doctors and nurses just you know obviously getting him getting his heart going again, but just trying to get him conscious. Um, and they they couldn't work out you know what had happened as well. There was you know there's kind of no initial you know, looking at him why he would have a heart attack, for example. Um, so they took him away for. A CT scan um, and then after about, I don't know, maybe probably a couple of hours of being in the hospital, um, um, my uh, brother in law, he was with me at the time, he only worked uh, quite close by in London, so he came along to give me some support while I waited for him to turn up. Um, then went up to um, the paediatrics um, ICU and this is probably about um, eight, nine o'clock in the evening. Um, and my dad had arrived as well, and this consultant just came through with us um, and just took us to one side. And he said, um, we found uh, uh, some blockage in, in his brain, um, which uh, the kind of block of uh, Sorry, it's lost my flow. Um, That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, just said that the, where there was a blockage on the brain caused him to have a heart attack. So there was no blood or oxygenated blood going around um, around his brain, which was caused by uh, a tumour which was essentially blocking a lot of blood flow um to, to the brain um, and he just took us to one side and said you know this is this is very serious he's essentially in a coma at the moment um we'll keep him under um under observation then we'll look to you know come to some resolution tomorrow so we we uh we stayed at a a Ronald McDonald house which to be honest I didn't know what Ronald McDonald houses were <laughs> I Seen them in McDonald's and yeah, just didn't know it's essentially yeah. a house that's right next to a hospital which is you know shared living with, you know with other parents and other yeah. families you know with you know, you know children or yeah to uh, be honest
0: mate, I didn't know what it was no, so no. no and no, also was, that just saved yeah. us
1: having to I mean, I either drive you know two three hours back home each day to you know come back up or, yeah. or find a hotel to stay in
2: um, I, bet, I bet that was the last thing you thought at the end of is, the day yeah. was gonna. Yeah,
1: we kind of got to like you know ten o'clock, and the, one of the nurses came and said, um, "You know, do you have anywhere to stay tonight?" And I said, "I hadn't even thought about that, mm-hmm. to be honest." And she, she sorted out a accommodation at Ronald McDonald, which was which was which was really good because that just gave us um, a base and a, a home from home that we can you know just pull yeah, us one less away. worry in it exactly, while you're up there. Yeah, yeah, definitely, um, and. Um, so we kind of went went to there that evening um so it was me my wife and Isaac who was seven weeks old at the time so you know relative mm-hmm. newborn which you know yeah he needs feeding every few hours so stressful on it's, itself yeah exactly it? yeah. so you're not you know getting a lot of sleep anyway and then to have that on top especially for my wife as well who's was breastfeeding you know it's that extra bit of stress that, that kind of came with it but um so we, we stayed there the night I, I don't really remember sleeping, to be honest. You just kind of no, drifting in and out. Yeah. You're kind of going, well, how How does this happened? Why? What happens next? Um, just a whole lot of confusion, really. Um, and then uh, the next day, uh, we went back into the hospital and uh, a neurosurgeon we met. Um, said that they were they were going to operate on the tumour um, and where it was was right at the very top of the, the spinal cord um, and then attached to the brain so it was a very difficult place to operate on um, and he, he was quite you know honest and said you know we can look to get it all out but we don't know what, res- what the result's going to be you know he could be he could be in a coma for his life or he could have you know limited walking or you know it could be much much worse
0: what was like your first initial reaction to that
1: uh much disbelief and you know, i'm quite an optimist person optimistic person in that you know straight away i was thinking well if he's going to be in a coma for his life or he can't walk okay well we'll sell the house we'll buy a bungalow we we'll have to change my car and get you know something else so i was kind of thinking almost i suppose kind of logically okay well if if it goes down this route then we'll do this or yeah. if it happens this mm-hmm. way or if it's not as severe then you know we, we we'll be fine but it was still that kind of disbelief of this isn't real. This doesn't. It doesn't compute.
2: I think you always have hope, don't you? As well, like it,
0: you've, it, you've got to. I mean, hundred percent. You've got to. And it's it's mad to think like I always I don't know why um, into context like even with our dad like when he passed always like think like but a month ago, or like say three months ago he, he looked on top of the world. Yeah, yeah like how yeah. you you're you oscar was like a week before i know he had the problems with his chest and stuff like that but still like it's mad isn't it he was
1: still he was still you know a happy chap and yeah, say he was ill you know a fair amount but he would still be you know quite happy and you would want to play and yeah even though he would have had you know quite severe headaches he couldn't communicate that to us because you know he was too young he couldn't talk he couldn't you know express how he was feeling yeah but would still you know carry on with his day and you know still make people happy and still make people smile yeah. you know, i think that was you know, certainly one reflection as well that's something i've you know, wanted to take from it as well is that you know if you don't have anything there's always hope as well yeah and you, i you, think you around christmas optimistic. time as well this delight
2: kids you have i don't have kids but when you're young that's all you're looking forward to is not yeah it? so yeah you've gone from there to that it's like sort of it's like, like a
0: nice time of year for for yourself yeah. and the kids isn't it like, yeah We've, we've got two little nephews, and obviously, like them growing up, like sort of Oscar's age and stuff like that, around that sort of time, is like they love it, don't yeah. they? And it's oh, mate, it's a yeah, it's a terrible sort of thing that you've gone through there. But so, what was the next thing that happened the next day that you had the operation? And
1: yeah, so he had the operation, um, he the, the, we saw the neurosurgeon, he said. It couldn't have gone any better from his perspective. It was about a 10-hour operation, so we were, you know, waiting the whole day to hear any news. Um, And then he he came back up from the theatre looking quite swollen, bless him. But, you know, he said he was stable. Um, They removed everything, but it was going to be the next few days when, you know, the swelling goes down. They start to, you know, reduce the drugs to bring him out of a coma just to see, you know, how it went, really, and what the kind of result is um and it was just a kind of strange few days where we were in a kind of limbo state of not knowing what's going to happen you know what are we going to come out of the hospital in a week two weeks time is it going to be months in here you know do we need to you know what do we need to do um and then as, as the days progressed um it was becoming more more apparent that he wasn't he wasn't in a good a good state they were you know doing lots of tests on him and he was still having quite a few seizures as a result of the of the tumour and the operation and i think as much as i tried to be optimistic i think in the back of my head i was thinking i don't think this is going to go um you know this is going to end well um and the when the following wednesday i think it was um said so it's about the 22nd i think um, we left the hospital to go back to the house that night and you yeah, know me and emma i think we we kind of sat down and said, "I think we know where this is going to where this is going to go." Um, and we thought, "Well, you know, we can't um, we can't think about anything else." You know, and I think as well we we had Isaac with us as well. That kind of gave us a lot of focus and uh, attention and almost a distraction Distri- to yeah, it as well. Yeah, um, and we went into hospital the next day, um, and they said you didn't have a great night um, in in terms of you know being quite stable. Um, and I think it was. I think it was just after lunch when uh, the consultant said um, do you want to come to this this room and uh, me and Emma both looked at each other and thought I think this is you know where they're going to kind of make a make a decision on
0: that chat that talk that is sort of yeah um, yeah. and we walked
1: into the room. my dad came with us as well Um, and there was um, a consultant there was I don't know who the other people were I can't remember now but there was a a fair few number of people in there all around the table and we just sat down and um (laughs) The consultant said that you know he's he's in a, a real bad way. Um, they called it um, a catastrophic neurological outcome, um, in that he may not live for the next few days or weeks or months. Um, he's he's just a shell now. Um, we think that the kind of um, the kindest thing to do now is to to let him go, um, which obviously was very difficult. Yeah, I can imagine, mate. Um, what,
0: what was the sort of, yeah, how did that feel to hear them
1: sort of words? It's just earth shattering. You know, you kind of, you have all these thoughts, you know, even when you know, he was fit and healthy, you kind of think, you know, I can't wait for him to start school or start playing football or, or rugby. Or, yeah. Or, or like, can't get, wait, it's him, get married. Yeah, yeah. it's all sort of that kind of stuff. You kind of plan it in your head, you know, oh, I can't wait to take him to the pub on his 18th yeah, birthday. Yeah, you know, it's all Cooks, those kind mate, of things. Yeah. And you think, well, that's not going to happen at all. Um, and again, it's that still, Disbelief of like why me? Why is this happening to me? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that we kind of concluded that meeting. But the the one thing that um, I did say towards the end was, you know, could we look at organ donation? Because you know, although he would, he would he would die at least he could help someone or you yeah. know, at least yeah there is some good to come out of it if there is a kind of good to come out of it
0: you are potentially helping someone in your same position yeah
1: and it could be something that's very similar or you know someone completely different but yeah. at least it's it's not it's not a wasted life if, no. No, if that makes sense it's going to no. benefit someone else yeah 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 so we, we had that conversation they said you know absolutely we can you know, talk to a nurse about that for example um and then
2: that just sums you up though. No, you're thinking of other people whilst your son's there do you know what I mean like you're looking at looking bit, at the bigger picture yeah, you're it's not selfless yeah, but yeah, yeah it's, um, I was also going to say
0: what was like it like having that conversation with your wife the night before that must have been really difficult for a yeah, pair of you
1: I think as well we, we kind of both knew um, you know, i say I'm probably more, more the optimistic out of us too but you know Em's very much a, you know, a realist and I think you know for when she saw him collapse at the at the um at the soft play she's she still says that yeah, that was the time when she thought he passed you know because he was you know that, that was when he was alive and running around and then he collapsed so. Really bloody hell. so yeah so she she watched that which was obviously horrible um but i think she still thinks that that's the point of you know that was when yeah. that was when he was gone mm-hmm. but i think we you know i think we kind of knew from that whole week you know i think even i knew deep down as much as i trying to be optimistic and hopeful that yeah. it will be okay I think that was kind of in, in the back of my head and I think for us to have that conversation it wasn't it wasn't so hard it was just um, we kind of just said I think this is going to go yeah. this way yeah. and it was like yeah I um, think so that too that must have
0: been a long hard horrible week mate mm. um, yeah, yeah. I, I, like I said going back I always remember like the week with my dad I know it's totally different in situations but it literally almost feels like time stops mm. and it's like
2: yeah, it's like it's a weird, weird feeling. Um, I'm like going back, but Christmas week, everyone's very hopeful, joyful, and stuff like that. And then yeah. you're you're having the worst week of your life. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it is. And when you think of life, you never think you're gonna ever have to bury your son. No. Like we said this on our Zoom meeting that you you look at life and as horrible as it sounds, in life you should bury your mum, dad, and stuff like that. Yeah, but you never expect that to happen. Like you'd have to bury your son. Do you no, know what I mean? you have that.
1: Yeah, I think it's expected, isn't it? You, yeah. You, you know your grandparents will pass. Yeah. And it's always sad, but yeah, you know that exactly that will yeah. come quite soon. Mm-hmm. And and actually, I lost my last grandparent on that same year as well. So I lost my nan uh, in the summer of 2019, and Emma lost her uh, last grandparent three days before Oscar. Because so, he was, you know, he was in a, a home and, and quite ill anyway. Or he's yeah. Was and quite ill, but. 2019
2: yeah. was a tough year then yeah, mate sh- yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah didn't go into much better did it because obviously the lockdown after so yeah. no and, that,
1: and that, i think that's the other thing with with that was you know afterwards you want to be with your friends and family and then for that to yeah. kind of happen and go right you can't leave the house unless you're going to the shop or going for a run yeah it, that's, that in itself is quite isolating as well but <laughs> t- to be honest that was i think now it was probably quite good for us because it was just me emma and, and isaac yeah. you know we could spend yeah. some really cool yeah, time um, together if we were you know feeling down or you know there's quite a few times where you know we kind of wake up in the morning and i've gone, I'm i'm not feeling it today and mm-hmm. she'll go fine you know and then i'll go and do some exercise for a couple of hours and come back and be fine you know whereas i think she would do the same thing in normal times
2: you could have just distracted yourself with work which isn't always the best because then you could come home sort of take it out on your wife and stuff like that so it sort of does you good having that lockdown because you can sort of isolate yourself from putting a front on in front of like your work colleagues and stuff like that
0: well your wife knows you and you know your wife better than anyone don't you so if you're having a shit day
1: yeah, like and we would always try and we still do now. We always, you know, we always confide each other and saying, "That's you know, good." That's like what I, I was going to ask I actually. I don't do you feel great today. I'm not feeling this, or and then you know, some days she has she feels yeah. worse than I do, and yeah,
0: yeah it, is, it comes in floods, doesn't it? Like yeah. some days hit you harder than others. Like even ourselves, it's been over three years,
2: and we still have our bad days mm-hmm. and that. So it must be quite hard for you now, obviously, because you got the little and now where you're doing stuff with him. You must think, oh, what if?
1: Yeah, so. yeah. And definitely now I mean he's 18 months now and he's you know he's, he's running around a lot more doing a lot more than yeah. what Oscar was at that mm-hmm. age and I'm kind of thinking well he only wasn't doing that stuff because yeah. he was ill and that kind of then in some ways kind of makes you feel guilty and uh, well I should have known that he wasn't yeah. that no, but he wasn't well and then you know he's kind of come up the same size and almost similar personalities as mm-hmm. well and yeah I see some pictures on Instagram yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Oscar look like right little character to yeah. be fair the pictures you sent us and that um but yeah, mate, it, you can't you can't look back and think I that think like you that always do, no, don't you? Yeah, You're I suppose well. you get a human nature you can't help it, but yeah, mate, I'm sure you and your wife were fantastic parents and done the best for him, to be honest with you. So, yeah. what was that? So, um, you you spoke about the potentially doing the organ donation. What was the next process after that, then?
1: Uh, so that was on the the 23rd. Um, so they said, okay, we'll we'll get a, a, a surgeon team in tomorrow um, to to kind of do it after we you know essentially what they would do is they would turn off all of his life support and then as soon as that happens then he'll be straight into theatre to you know have whatever was was needed really um which i think i think if we, if we didn't go for that route then everything would have been done on the 23rd it would all been done quite quickly yeah. but because that all because we we're doing organ donation it kind of extended it by about 24 hours so again that kind of made that you know final point of being you know quite long mm-hmm. and you know, that that night we didn't sleep at all. Um I think in the end I got up at four in the morning, and just went back into the hospital yeah. and just, just sat next to his bed for three hours, you know. Oh, yeah. Just thinking, well, <clears throat> might as well spend as much time mm-hmm. as I can. Um and then yeah, we, you know, had the day in there. Um and then it was kind of late afternoon when you know, when everything was already in theatre for him to go down. Um and then that kind of process of getting him from, you know, PICU down into to theatre was, you know, this kind of long long walk you know kind of going down a corridor and then moving moving the bed and you're walking behind it was a quite surreal yeah
0: and is that like don't mean to say is that like your final, final goodbye pretty to much him? pretty yeah. much isn't it yeah, yeah we kind
1: of me and my dad came with me um, we walked down there and you know followed him in um, and they said okay we'll we'll get all the you know machinery off of him and then you can come in and just you know, sit with him until the end um, and it was about I think it was 25 minutes in the end but it felt longer um Mm. but it was nice to just you know be with him and hold him yeah Yeah. no i can imagine mate yeah
0: it it literally um it sort of really brings you back down to earth do you Mm. know what i mean hearing stories like i'm really really sorry to hear that you've gone through something like that you and your wife mate but um i'm glad just to see like you're sort of
2: doing well um is that the first sort of of time you've spoken about it like all off your chest in a
1: full yeah i mean Told you know people bits and pieces, but yeah. not uh, kind of the whole a whole linear graph, I guess yeah. Of, yeah. of what happened. Yeah. And, and I
0: suppose this. like people, um, it's like us as well. Like before we'd done a podcast, we hadn't really, other than the people that was sort of involved in it, mm-hmm. like the family that are close to you. And I like think people quite probably, probably
2: feel awkward to say, oh, like to have that chat. But it's, it's a tu- it's yeah. a tough sub- subject, isn't
0: it? Like we've said it before as well. Like it's um, it's a weird one because people feel like if they try and talk to you about it. you might not want to talk about it yeah and it's, then, not a chat, it? No, it's not no, a pub chat no 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 it ain't chat. and it, like same again potentially yourself i felt like myself you don't potentially want to talk to some people about it because you feel like it puts them in an awkward position where mm-hmm. they, they might not know what to say do you know what i mean so it is it is a tough one yeah. hence why we've sort of done this podcast to be honest mate to help people talk about it and stuff so yeah
1: and i think as well um i know when you know we were told that you know we we're going to take him off life support <coughs> Excuse me. um obviously a lot of my friends knew you know what had happened during that week and you know were you know sending all their love yeah. and best wishes yeah. and you know i was giving them you know, regular updates on you know how he was doing etc and they were all you know messaging me giving me support but yeah when we're when we were told you know this is going to be the outcome i just uh run my my mate tom and just told him what was what's going to happen and just asked him could you just let everyone know yeah. I don't want to for the start no. or then yeah. people asking me how it's going um but so you know he he did that and then you know on Christmas Eve you know we got loads of messages from friends to say you know can't imagine what what you're going through but if you want to talk then then fine yeah which is really nice but yeah, the, the itch, thing yeah. that was sticks in my head was on Christmas Day we well, say we left the hospital uh, on Christmas Eve in the evening and we drove straight to Emma's parents. we didn't want to go home we just wanted to be kind of as far away as possible up in up in Suffolk and then Christmas Day we just kind of kept it as, as normal as possible really we just you know kind of went out for a walk in the morning um, we went to the pub late morning um, no one on our, our group chat or you know lads group chat had said anything that morning I just took a picture of my pint and said happy Christmas lads yeah. and they all replied saying yeah me too and then within five minutes someone was getting the piss taken out of them or <laughs> something and yeah. I, I, that is what I liked was that, yeah almost that normality and, yeah that anchor yeah. of normality of you know we're in a completely extreme environment and go through something and that was like my yeah anchor to go right well that's that's so, all continuing yeah. normally and yeah. no one was being you know yeah not weird to me or you know treading you know treading on, on tiptoes yeah. yeah it was it was all which I think really helped me I think and
2: how did you find this Christmas obviously it come around like it's flown by hasn't
1: it like yeah yeah it kind of felt yeah it was it's a strange one I mean the, the whole whole year you haven't been looking forward to it because it's the first anniversary and you know it's Christmas when it's a time you should be you know happy and celebrating and we didn't want that to be a thing as well we didn't want to have to, you know for the next few years and especially for Isaac as well it being yeah. a, a horrible time of year yeah. and for him to not to enjoy Christmas so we were very conscious of you know keeping it as normal as possible yeah and even with the COVID we, we couldn't really do a lot anyway so no, we exactly. spent I think Christmas Eve we just went for a, a long walk with my parents and my brother um, and then Christmas day I think we just spent it on our own uh, just us three uh, a nice slap up meal and yeah we just acknowledged it was it was a year but was know, it
0: emotional um
1: yeah i think christmas day was more so i think just because you know especially you go on social media and you see everyone having fun etc yeah, and we tried yeah. to make it as you know as enjoyable as possible but it's you know in the back of your head that it should be four of you there It's yeah, only three but definitely. that's something that you know we will continue to do for every Christmas is you know
2: try and make it a positive one. For we acknowledge him. it, and
1: yeah. it'll be unfair on Isaac
0: as it's well. A, it's a it's a nice time to remember him, isn't it? it yeah. Not not a nice time, but it's a time to remember it, isn't it? Yeah. It, and remember him and how he was before all that, isn't yeah. it? So, um obviously, Isaac was very young when um, Oscar passed. I suppose that's going to be like a big priority of yours to let him know. About yeah. Oscar, do you know what I mean? Remembering him, not obviously, he ain't going to remember him, but um, sort of remind him that he had a brother, and yeah,
1: and that, that's not really sure how we'll do to be honest, but I'm yeah. sure kind of how to talk to him about it because you know, he's still I say yeah, he's, he's yeah, 18 yeah, months yeah. now, but it's whether we, you know, do we kind of say, or you know, here's some pictures, this this mm-hmm. is your older brother, or you know, do we leave it a while? So I think that's going to be quite a, a difficult hurdle to come across. Yeah, I can imagine come. a lot
0: of people in the same sort of situation find that tough as well. Mm. So yeah, that, that, that's something obviously that you're gonna have challenges with, but I'm I'm sure it'll, it'll be all good, mate. Yeah, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, it must be so hard, no, because I know how much our dad loved us, and like for you to like have to say goodbye to your boy, like it must be horrendous. Just I don't know what I'm trying to say, but no, I,
0: n- I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, it's 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 terrible, mate. Like it's, it, like we say, I always
2: remember the film with Denzel Washington and John Q or something like that. And his sons die and the um the hospital won't give the son a i think he had a heart transplant but he was like open me up take my heart yeah so it just really like links to it because i think you would do anything yeah the you children. would yeah, yeah.
1: I, I would do exactly but i would you would
2: have traded
0: places, places sort of thing yeah, yeah. yeah. same as our, our dad was and we would have done for our dad Yeah, mm. family means everything at the end of the day doesn't it mm. so without your family you're nothing really but um oh mate, i'm i'm glad that you're short, sort of uh, sharing your story with us because it's definitely going to help a lot of yeah. people it's not going to help like one or two whoever listens to this who's been through similar circumstances or going to go through similar circumstances this will definitely help them out in a long long term 100% I believe
2: do you feel you're quite um overprotective for like the little one now So if he falls over do you like
1: um not as I mean he's he's hard he's, about the time <laughs> yeah. he stacks it or mm-hmm. crashes into a wall or falls off his scooter yeah. he's, he's yeah. up and up and back straight away but yeah I wouldn't say overly protective I don't think I think it still it still kind of niggles away that you, you kind of want to if he's not feeling right you're a yeah. bit, a bit yeah. more on edge I think yeah. or what's yeah, wrong you what know I was oh, it's teething or, yeah. or whatever it is you know I think you, it does I think that will kind of stick I think as well um, and certainly when he gets past that, that same age that Oscar was as well that'll be kind of New territory for us as well because mm-hmm. we've never you know gone past yeah. the kind of two year mark I guess with a child so yeah 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 um, that'd be kind of a new territory for us to explore but yeah
0: because I suppose you could could fall into that sort of pattern of trying to like wrap them up and yeah, cut them all not of but ultimately you can't can't do that can you, you no. like, and you've got to just let let it sort of but I know it's easier said than done isn't it, it isn't no. but um, what have you found like is like a really good way to sort of help with your healing of it.
1: Um I def- I mean, I say exercise. I don't exercise probably as much as I should do. Mm-hmm. Um but that that's definitely helped. Um I've done a, a lot of running in the past twelve months. Um that's been a, a real good release of um I think just a lot of frustration, even just general stress to be honest. I kind of definitely if I haven't been for, you know, a few days or a week, I definitely feel a bit more sort bit, of all yeah. amped up and a bit, you know, kind of tight in the chest and just feeling a bit more stressed and as soon as I you know, I do a bit of running or a bit of um you know, a bit of you know, do a Joe Wicks hit mm-hmm. or something like that, then I feel I feel much better. Um
0: What I can imagine why with the running, but why with the running do you feel like it sort of clears your head a little bit? Yeah, I think so. It just it's keeps, like quite not it's like just your own time, isn't yeah. it? Like no one else it's around. You, one else you, around you. Yeah. you can stick
1: some headphones on, listen to music or or not have anything and you just you know either think about you know times you've had with oscar or you know just think about something that's happened but it's just a, go, a good way to kind of process and clear it out as well yeah um the other thing we did did uh, we did do uh rather um i think it was about february time was um um someone recommended to him about seeing um a psychologist which to be honest i wasn't too keen on doing i didn't want to you know sit on a, a, a black armchair yeah. and tell yeah. talk about my feelings etc i didn't i didn't think that would really help but um the, the psychologist was using something uh, similar to edmr which is like a eye um treatment uh but this is to do on based on sound and it was like you know recurring white noise and it was you know it was to kind of reset your brain essentially but i, I didn't i wasn't too optimistic about it to be honest and we, we, went, to, we went to the guy's house and he was quite an, an eccentric gentleman um you know very nice guy and he just said look i'm not a not a kind of classic psychologist, I'm not gonna sit there with a book and yeah. tell me about your <laughs> feelings. Um he just kind of took us, you know, individually and he just said, you know, how do you feel? I was like, well, what do you mean how do I feel? He said, Well, how do you feel right now? It's and quite then, a tough question. Yeah, it? it's, it's quite a, quite a loaded question, but I'd especially at being a man, it's yeah. you don't want to be like, Well, well, well it's mate, not something right.
0: yeah. It's, yeah. it's not something you well, probably in your whole life, how many times have you been asked that like have an answer for it. you don't yeah. do it really so, so if
2: anyone asks me how do you yeah i'm all right yeah all right. You you're do, right
0: you? yeah. yeah even if some days you're not you do naturally go like oh yeah i'm all right i'm yeah. fine sort of thing but
1: so yeah i kind of opened up him a bit more um and what what he kind of prescribed i guess to do was um was essentially just listen to white noise it was like a kind of variation of white noise for about 20 minutes and he said you just put this on for 20 minutes and you just think about all the bad stuff so how how Bad, ever it can be, you just think about that for that solid twenty minutes, and then you'd stop it, and then you'd do another twenty minutes and think about all the good stuff, and that could be relevant to Oscar or just anything generally quite good. And the whole the whole concept of it, as what he called it, was um, you know you pull out um, some Christmas tree lights from a box and they're all tangled and all mangled, etc. And it's basically I'm picking those and right, you okay. you're kind of stretching that out so that you can. You know, it's just untangling that knot which is essentially your brain better, yeah, yeah essentially saying you're kind of clearing all that mess and that fog inside your head to kind of get a you know a kind of clearer picture on, on what you're on how you're feeling it's crazy how many like mechanisms there are like that sounds yeah. really good though to be fair but yeah I, I wasn't i was quite i didn't think it would work to be honest i thought it just sounds a bit of bit of mumbo jumbo yeah, to be yeah, honest but it was you know it worked really well for emma um and then i tried it and it, it was a really good way of kind of processing a lot of stuff i think so um you know we we did that um for i think about 4 4 to 8 weeks i think possibly um and that really really helped and that was definitely you know something i would recommend people looking at um it's not So you know, can you just look that up on YouTube White white noise or I don't know i i probably have to speak to a professional a professional you know. i guess and they would you know kind of yeah, yeah. tailor it because i think there's different pitches and right, different okay, types yeah, yeah. of stuff but, yeah um but that that really helped and it was you know definitely something that was really is good that for what us you sort
2: of go back to if you are having like a bad few days, sort of just try Yeah,
1: he did say, you know, use it if you need to, but to be honest, I haven't needed to go, go back to it, and, and Emma hasn't either. Um, and it was certainly an alternative to you know going down the prescription drugs route, which we, we definitely didn't want no. to do because I think that's that can yeah. be quite a a kind of dangerous territory as well. Mm-hmm. I think, but you know, it, works a, it sounds like a
0: bit of a vicious cycle, that isn't it? Like you sort of need that to sort of get through it, but yeah, yeah, I'll, to be honest with you, mate, I might even look into that myself. Yeah,
2: no. but that's, That's something to try isn't it it might not work for you but it might work for another person so.
0: yeah yeah there's lo- there's loads of stuff out there you just gotta find what's right for you we we found this like doing the podcast has really helped us
2: releases something can you i think just like a bit of weight off your shoulders cliche but weight off your yeah, shoulders like it's a little it bit less pressure
0: yeah how, how do you feel like talking about it now
1: um I, f- I feel okay i think um i think it depends who i speak to i think if i speak to you know my wife it, it's okay obviously it's difficult but you know if i speak to you know my mum and dad or in-laws I, I don't feel I can talk about it properly oh, I like don't no, think just yeah. because I think it's so it's all so personal to us and you know still quite raw I think but um, you know I haven't properly talked about it you know really other, other than to my wife to be honest so it does it does as you say, I think it does feel a bit, bit of a, a release yeah. as well. No, we're honoured
0: because obviously, yeah. I was literally just going to say the same thing. We're it's
2: on just a one message, and it's sort of just, yeah. yeah it's and fine, hopefully, uh,
0: it's, it's like we say, get, got some weight off your shoulders, mate. Um, and we've sort of helped you as much you you're going to help um, other people out there listening to it. So, yeah, so. yeah No, did amazing. you
2: did you ever suffer with your like your mental health even before having Oscar and stuff like that? No, I don't no. think
1: so. No, it was, it was. Pretty fine with it, to be mm-hmm. honest. But yeah, ever since then, it's it's been quite mixed. I think you know, have days where I just don't not don't want to talk to anybody, yeah. don't want to go to work, mm-hmm. or um and then is that quite hard with like your job working from
2: home and stuff? You have got to do like Zoom meetings, yeah, like that.
1: yeah. You kind of put a bit of a front yeah. where you, know, yeah. you have That's to work hard, anyway, it? and you think you kind of finish it and think I, just, I don't want to do this now, you know, yeah, I, or you're yeah. just going you know, I'll just pack in my job and. Go and, go and work in a supermarket yeah. or something so like yeah. it's a bit easier yeah know? so you ain't got to talk to people <laughs> yeah or that of, uh, a lot of stress with it as well yeah. but at the same time you know work's been quite a good a good focus as well Um, to kind of give you know put your mind to something and that was yeah. I think I went back to work about a month after Oscar passed and I wasn't kind of looking forward to it because you know you don't know how people are going to react are they going to it's again you know,
0: that feeling that you got oh this is what a lot of people are going to come up to go oh, yeah. I'm so sorry and everyone and you, knows as well and it yeah. was I went
1: back into the office and I, I kind of got in first because I didn't want to kind of walk in and everyone's in there yeah. and, staring at you yeah feeling or, like, yeah and it, it was fine um I think I kind of built up a bit more than than what it was but at least it kind of gave you something to to focus on I think that's quite an important thing as well is to you know set a goal or or you know, have a project or do something yeah. and I think that just keeps you quite focused it's so well, easy so. to just
2: like you say lay in beds yeah, switch it is. the world off and obviously it weren't easy with COVID and stuff like that but it's
1: sort of good because you can have
2: that time where you ain't got people sort of coming up to you and yeah like I think it's quite now. easy
1: to just completely shut off and go you know to be honest I think well actually I think when we we drive back to um, Emma's parents on Christmas Eve um, it was about a couple of hours away from the hospital and uh, we, we got there and they came out and no one's anything we all just hugged each other and went into the house and I remember Bob um, and his dad uh, was holding Isaac at the time and uh, I remember him saying something like "You know, he's going to be the saviour of us and I, I don't understand what he meant by that I thought well, what do you mean he's going to be the saviour of us but there's there was so many times after that point where you kind of wake up in the morning and you think well what's the point you know what when we're done, but
0: then you remember Isaac, Isaac is, crying yeah, next door and wants to yeah. get up
1: and you think well, we'll yeah so it's probably not him. a true word said
2: isn't it really I've, yeah we've got to sort him out we've got to mm. get him
1: changed we're him fed but I think if we didn't have him then Saving quite easily you could, just, yeah. you could just go Yeah just go you point. up yeah mm. and I think that, that's quite a that's quite a tricky mindset to get out of I think once it starts you know going down that route it's quite difficult to kind of switch yeah. out of that but I think you know isaac's been our our project as it were. yeah, yeah <laughs> to call that. it a word but at least it, it's given us a, a kind of focus and then for you know me to go back to work as well and you know Emma and my wife you know she's been doing a bit of work as well and you know she's trying to keep busy as well mm-hmm. and keep focused but i think that that's quite an important thing as it,
0: it made like obviously you're married so your relation your relationship is obviously very strong but do you think it made you stronger as a like a yeah. relationship do you know i what mean because so. it's obviously something that you can both you both relate feel in the same you. thing aren't you and relate to it so
1: yeah you, you both know how you're feeling whereas like
0: if say for instance like if a parent dies it's just like on your feelings do you yeah. know what I mean whereas it's both your son yeah
1: you're, you're connected that way yeah. I think you know we you know, we can just kind of look look at each other and just know Yeah, you know, I'm not feeling it today or mm-hmm. you know and we could just offer support to each other that way so yeah d- without a doubt we're, we're probably more strong than we've ever been yeah which is good. i can't
0: remember if i asked this at the start but how does your wife feel about you coming on and talking about it on the podcast
1: um she's fine I, she said she wouldn't feel that she would be able to do it but that being said you know from kind of where she was i guess when it all happened to um i think more what it was is she spent so much time with Oscar. you know she yeah of you know, course she, she yeah. was off for a year she um, was with him when it happened all as well. the time like, you know and then she yeah. went back to work um, after a year so she, she was working part time and then had you know Thursday, Friday with him and then the weekend with us three um, you know to be with him that amount of time as well and then you know that not what happens it's been, been really difficult for her but um, I can imagine yeah even it, like
0: it's,
2: it's her son isn't it
1: Like, yeah. it, like do you feel
2: like you've had to be a lot stronger for her like to put not put on a front but like sort of Put your feelings to the back a bit, so you can sort of concentrate on her. Yeah, bit.
1: sometimes, but I think she's been more stronger than me in other cases yeah. as well. Yeah, you know, certainly at the funeral, she was way more stronger than I was, and I think she just you know kind of compartmentalised it and yeah. you know just just kind of boxed it, I guess, and then you know kind of brought it out when when she felt she needed to. But yeah, she's she's been yeah it sounds like you're both there for each other when it it matters you you need someone there
2: when you're going through shit don't you you need someone to sort of fall back on and that's what that's what it's all about isn't it like
0: love and marriage so um yeah that's
2: amazing mate to be fair was there something to do you was trying to get um the mp and stuff like that was there something to do that
1: yeah so we had um there was an inquest early on this year um into Oscar's care because the, the coroner wasn't particularly happy with the whole process of, you know, he'd been tossed so many times and this wasn't picked up. Um, that was all concluded in in uh, January, I think it was, um, where they essentially said it's, it's a kind of catalogue of errors, but there's no way to prove that if it was found, he would have survived. So for us, that kind of gave some kind of closure to it in that, okay, well, we could, you know, look into, you know, spending a lot of money on lawyers and specialists to go, right, well, if it was found at this point he would have survived but it it just I think it would just be too exhausting and I think you know if if the end result was that you know he would have been saved if they found it sooner would that give us comfort probably not um probably in some ways make it a lot more hard so we kind of kind of concluded that I guess and then it was more to you know me and Emma spoke quite a lot and said well what can we do to try and ensure this doesn't happen to any other people because I think we fell victim to not having the knowledge to spot symptoms or to know what this could be um so we've been speaking to uh, a few charities em has been lobbying a few mps with the help of um a friend of ours called georgina who's been exceptional to be honest and trying to help us get in front of uh, a lot of mps um our local one as well is is really keen to support us and, and lobby on our behalf um and it's, it's looking quite good in that they'll be able to level up a lot of funding um oh it's that's not, amazing it's man. not to kind of take away that you know this particular cancer or this particular illness isn't as important as this it's basically going look you know brain tumors you know uh, affect like one in every, one in 15 adults i think it is um it's, it's a kind of huge number i think yeah, that's really
2: comes. that's like shocking to yeah, be fair isn't it's, it
1: it's like one of the biggest killers in you yeah. know adults my so girlfriend's auntie
2: died of it in the covid like just at the start of it and yeah it's crazy it is crazy yeah
1: it's, it just doesn't have the funding that it should do so mm-hmm. it's basically kind of getting them kind of lobby to go look it doesn't need funding taken away from elsewhere there is that is there to be spent mm-hmm. so let's kind of level up with everything else so yeah uh, and my wife's now a, um, um, a head smart champion so there's a charity called head smart and she's now um, on board with them to be you know uh, campaigning and you know creating awareness etc which she's she's that's really amazing. dove into well, amazing, so amazing. yeah that's kind of given you know her a lot of focus and, and and us as well to kind of think well if we can help one person two people uh, to spot you know an early sign of it's it it's done this job hasn't it's, it? it's done it exactly yeah. you know what, everyone
2: we, we've spoken to on the podcast at the end have tried to turn it into a positive so they've tried to do something for charities or they've yeah. set up a foundation or doing, yeah. what you're doing and stuff like that so it is just turning a negative into a positive which yeah, is amazing. i think that's what I you have think. to
1: do i think i think it's one way of because you could just let your blood boil or, all the yeah, time and stuff like that and have for a you can't change what's happened. No, so you no. can go right well we'll, we'll enact change and, and try and make that happen and you know certainly the kind of first point of that was when we we did um offer up organ donation which yeah straight away um i think when um when they did operate was i think his, um, Oscar's kidneys went straight up north to a guy in his late 20s I think it was really yeah. so that, that was straight from the hospital and you so know he's going to be
2: grateful yeah exactly and you, you, his family everything isn't it yeah
1: so, so that that was nice to nice not you know difficult to to comprehend as well but we've got a letter a couple of weeks ago that um two of his heart valves were used in yeah, uh, suppose, a girl in her teens and a boy that was like five I think it was. So you That's think, like amazing. even now, yeah. like even over a year later, you're kind of getting that must news to go, right? Well, he's still helping others yeah. as well, so he's That's he's kind of left a, yeah. a huge legacy. So yeah. that was the kind of starting point, I think, to go, well, it's it's a shit situation, but let's you know create something positive. Yeah. Out. And I think that will help with yeah. time as well to kind yeah. of keep um you know keep keep campaigning and you know. Um, Running a half marathon later on this year oh, good. Um, to try and raise some money mm-hmm. for Head Smart. And, and, uh, That's James. what I was going to
0: uh, say actually. Do you do any like, fundraising or you got any plans for fundraising? Yeah, and so stuff?
1: yeah, fundraising for yeah, Head Smart and also Strong Men as well. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So um, I met Ephraim actually, uh, I think it was January, It's like a few weeks after Oscar passed, and said, Look, I've, I've looked at a few, um, you know, charities that you know you can talk about your feelings and they're a lot of them are kind of group based and I thought mm-hmm. I don't want to kind of go into a kind of group situation and talk yeah. about what's happened you is he
2: know? the one that son died in Afghanistan yeah, yeah. that's the one yeah. so I,
1: I, can't, I can't remember how I found them now um, but when I did find them I saw that you know the, the two guys in it were on that SAS program yeah. which I yeah. really like and yeah I thought well Lived. i remember
0: both their stories um because we've obviously we've reached out to them as well we've spoken to him um through ross actually okay uh, yeah it's amazing when they're doing yeah uh, no,
1: they're really good and he like, i got in touch with and said look i can't i can't kind of find anyone to speak to or well, i'm not confident on that you know is there anything you can kind of offer yeah. and he just messaged yeah. me back saying look you know where whereabouts you live i think you're you know, quite close to me do you want to meet for a coffee um that's nice, and in it's nice itself, yeah, yeah in the it's world, really good that, because yeah. he just kind of it's kind personal of, then isn't yeah, it yeah and he kind of leveled it i mean he Obviously, lost his his son was in different circumstances, but at least to kind of have that connection of yeah, you can relate. To yeah, it, yeah. You, know, you, you know you shouldn't have to you know bury a child, but you know we're in the, kind of in the same situation. But he was just very much a, a very you know, matter of fact about it and said, "It's it's it's a shit situation, but you just have to you know, kind of make make good of it or." It, it won't get easy you just have no. to you have to just kind of deal you've got with to live it. your life haven't yeah. you, at the end of the and day it's just trying to be you know, positive about it or you just take yourself aside for five minutes every day and just think about it and then yeah. you're, you're back on but no they've been, it's been great what yeah. would you
2: say to someone who's going through it now what would you like what advice would you give obviously there's no good advice but what would you say to them
1: I'd say it will get better mm-hmm. it, it, it will take time but just you know I say I think exercise is, has been a massive part of you know, kind of you know, getting over a lot of that, but I think you will have dark days, but th- there is there is always light in the yeah, tunnel. I yeah. think. You don't
0: always see it, but there is definitely light at the end yeah, of the tunnel. I always, think isn't it's no?
1: quite easy to you know, spiral out and go I'm just wasting time here mm-hmm. or this isn't working. Oscar all.
0: wouldn't want you to be
1: No. That's something that you know Emma's always said as well, is that, you know, he wouldn't want us to be upset nah. or you know, he wouldn't want us to go and do that. Yeah. Um so yeah, you you're always kind of thinking, well, you Know we need to be positive and we need mm-hmm. to kind of crack on it, and yeah. essentially for, for Isaac's sake as well, because he's, yeah. he's not going to want to grow up to you know that we're always upset about yeah. his older yeah, brother exactly. And, yeah, and um, and we're, we're expecting our next child actually, oh, in October, oh, so, oh, con- so yeah, congratulations, congratulations. Got, mate. Got another sleepless <laughs> night <to> coming <laughs> in. <again. laughs>
0: um, how, how far gone? Uh,
1: we've got our 20 week scan next week. Oh, so amazing, we're about halfway now, so we are just coming around really quick. Do you, do you
0: know what you're having? Nah. Nah, you'd no, you're we, surprised.
1: No, we didn't find out with Oscar or, or Isaac. Um, we have thought about funny at this time, but at the same time, it's quite exciting kind of coming. A little surprise and, for and, you, yeah. Emma's convinced it's a boy, but it's it's still 50 50, and then yeah, it's 50 But that, that's
0: it, like, like life still is really yeah. there, isn't it? it so it has,
1: it has to go on, you can't you can't dwell, it's easy to, to wallow yeah. in it and dwell on mm-hmm. it and you know, feel, time, feel sorry yeah, for
2: yourself. Time don't stop for no one and the anniversaries and stuff like that come around so quick and fast. You'll yeah. ne- you'll
0: never forget him, will you? and um, no. I'm sure he had, even though it was, like, he was only two, I'm sure them two years you made, like, special. as special oh, as... Yeah. as anyone else would you know what i mean yeah so we,
1: we did loads of stuff with
0: him yeah. as much as we could do, like i say so. the pictures you sent us he looked like right um oh it's amazing mate um what i was gonna say is like like we've touched on it but it's it's more common than what people actually know isn't it like you don't actually hear about it but no obviously your case isn't the only case that happens out there is it like there's there's children like to younger yeah, it happens to all the time isn't yeah, it Yeah,
1: I think you're just oblivious to it and I think yeah. it's, it's that thing of it, it won't happen to me and yeah same same with you guys you, you don't expect it to happen no. it's always someone else if yeah it's someone, someone you read yeah. about in a, on the news yeah. Or, yeah. or you watch it on friend of on a, on a the friend TV or and, something like that yeah yeah, yeah. And I think that's that's always the, the kind of dangerous thing as well being that naive yeah. as well mm-hmm. I think it's just always being aware that you know something might happen but obviously not to, to limit your yeah. life to think oh well that's why well these stories
2: are good because it does open people's eyes up and go oh it does happen to mm. people yeah. like and it's it's
0: even uh, we've said it before like it's just funny how this is falling at the same time that ashley came because he was quite well publicized wasn't it because mm-hmm. obviously he's quite um high profile yeah, yeah high profile on social media and stuff um it like he's obviously highlighted it a lot
2: and obviously i think when it comes to children it there's nothing worse is there so i think people do look at it and be like fucking you know, hell like what if that was mine
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. i yeah. think that's yeah obviously we haven't got children um as of yet you'll probably be no yeah no <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but even for us we was like when we heard your story and we we've um followed ashley Kane on his stories it's sort of yeah it's, it's terrible to think that you've gone through something like that mate but like i said at least you're looking at the positives you're, you're Sort of back to living your life and happy with your wife and that, and obviously you've got another one on the way. Oh, it's amazing, mate. It's amazing. Yeah, no, we're, we're
2: on a day you shared your
0: story, mate. Right. Yeah. Have you got like, um, so have you got the um fundraising page or anything that you can share to us? Or, yeah,
1: I could share it. It's on my um, it's on my Instagram page. Perfect. Um, that was the, the kind of crazy thing, really, I set it because I was meant to do it, um, uh, March 2020. That was when I was meant to do it, but obviously, COVID that <laughs> all got pushed back, but yeah. When I set up the page, I thought, you know, i will be quite happy with the five hundred quid. To be yeah. honest, no, and we're donating. It was just, it yeah, just, we're definitely donating. It, yeah. it went through the roof, which was just amazing. But I think again, it's it's kind of touched a lot of people, and he, he touched a huge amount of lives yeah, as well. Yeah. He was yeah. he was quite a popular lad. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. Send it send it over to us. We'll like we'll donate. We'll get all our family to donate. Right, we'll put okay. on like our geezer's um, grief page, and we'll try and get as mu- much as we can for you, mates. To be honest, okay. have you got like plans in the future as well? I know obviously you got your um, stuff coming up, but have you got like anything else? Planned? in the future, for Nothing planned,
1: but I, I'll definitely want to. I think it's again, it just gives that that kind of focus as well, and something to, name to, to, on yeah. As well. And I, I mean, early on this year, I just um, I say it was the, the year anniversary, and then in January, I decided to run 100 100k in January. Oh, Not for yeah. any particular reason, other than well, that gives me something yeah, to, to aim on, for, yeah. and that was you know, it was a weather was. Shit yeah. that time of year oh, as well, so still think, shit well I've, now, isn't it? I've got a, i've got, a, I've, got a, I've got to get the kilometers in i've got a mate that um i was messaging um he, he wouldn't believe me if i went for a run unless i did a screen grab for my strava right, okay. and he was like you know come on you need to get out you, <laughs> yeah. you've got 50 left you've got to do it three times yeah, this week yeah. and that was quite a good quite a good structure and a focus yeah. To, yeah. to get because yeah. so. january's
2: quite a depressing month in itself yeah I mean,
1: so. that's, that's quite what i thought as well it's yeah. not, not the best of months no. and it was you know a year as well i thought well that gave me something to kind of I think in a way I can't distract myself but you know do something good yeah, as yeah. well so I have think beyond the, the half marathon I will you know, look to do some more fundraising down have there. you got
2: a time you want to do the half marathon in
1: uh, we'll finish it from start. <laughs> <laughs> uh, under two hours but i'll be quite i'll be quite keen it's it. really quite good under yeah it's a good hours. atmosphere you like, done not half marathon didn't yeah, you yeah. You
2: think you you're done but you yeah you, you still got something yeah yeah it's the, it's the crowd that sort of keep you you're, on. you'll you'll have
0: like loads of motivation while you to do that so I'm, yeah. i'll guarantee you smash that Where where is that half marathon it's uh, a hackney,
1: hackney oh right okay marathon, yeah. so, oh nice so i had some friends that did it a couple of years ago and um they were saying that you just smell food the whole time There's like people <laughs> cooking in their front gardens and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> And then you've got to do the full one grounds. soon as well well that, yeah that might be the next step maybe to do that or yeah something a bit more it's
0: always good to have a target isn't it yeah, yeah.
1: i think that'll be the thing, the thing i'll continue to do is just you know do more fundraising or give you know some kind of focus or project yeah to,
0: so. yeah how do you think you'll feel when you finish it do you think you'll be quite emotional or
1: yeah i thought about it actually kind sort of what what i do when i'm finished I think it will be quite emotional because mm-hmm. it'll be a huge amount of money raised anyway, but it, it's something I've wanted to do for a long time um, and get done.
0: How um, much have you raced? Sorry, it's sorry. about £5,000 now. I oh, think that's, it is. Amazing. Yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, crazy amount, but yeah. you
1: know, to, to get even more would be really good. No, yeah, you will be. Yeah. You'll be getting more. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely, yeah. But like I say, we'll try and get as much as we can for you and stuff. We'll pull it on our Geese's um, Grief page. And uh, Everyone we've spoken to near or less on the podcast, do you not find us said, like, exercise is a really good... Yeah. Sort of,
2: um, I think because you, you challenge yourself and you think you can't do it, but as soon as you do achieve it, you think, Fucking hell, I can Yeah, do
1: it. and it, it, it just puts
2: you in a positive mood, it, th- it does, it makes you feel really positive, doesn't yeah.
1: it? And you, you get halfway around doing something and think, Well, I'll just walk this bit, but yeah, I'll you won. hit a but wall, if you wall. don't, you, you just carry on, you feel much better. It's such yeah. a yeah, you know, I can't, I, I can't rate it highly enough, to be honest, mm-hmm. even if it's just going for a a, a brisk walk for 30 minutes yeah. or something yeah. you don't need to do anything strenuous does your wife exercise at all uh, yeah so she does um, she has run a few times she does a lot of Pilates and yeah. yoga and that you know she, she enjoys that and that's quite a good a good release as well yeah yeah it doesn't it have more. to be running does it it can be anything no, exactly like it. so and, you know she does that every morning but then you know she's taking Isaac out most days and they're doing you know long walks or going yeah. to the park and yeah. stuff so she's pretty active anyway yeah
0: so. no that's nice yeah I'll definitely yeah I'll definitely recommend that to anyone and I'm glad you've said that as well mm, yeah, yeah. definitely um Right, mate. I'm. I'm really happy. I, I'm really happy that you shared your story with us. I think it's been yeah, amazing, hopefully mate.
2: It's helped you as well, sort of releasing.
1: Yeah, it has to be honest. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't you know, talked about it in length for well, anyone other than my wife. Yeah, hopefully so your friends listen to it and sort of like and well, we then Everyone
2: and
0: knows, then, don't they? Everyone mm. who who um, is, is in your life who listens will sort of hear all the details, and you, it's not that like you say. You don't really have to explain it. Then people just just know and um, how you like, find it and stuff like that but your whole obviously your whole reason behind it is like obviously to, to try and help others and that's a credit to you mate to be fair because it could be quite easily you could quite easily go mm, actually it's not for me that oh, I'm like even though you might want to but it's it's a tough subject isn't it to talk yeah. about yeah
1: and I've kind of under, I mean I know I spoke to you guys i kind of had not second thoughts but I thought you know is this kind of a good thing to yeah. do or yeah. you know, I might kind of, kind of expose myself a bit more but um, yeah definitely talk about it has, has helped and I say if anyone is kind of going through something similar then yeah, you know, just know yeah. it, yeah. it will be okay
0: yeah oh that's amazing mate right thank you very much yeah, mate thank you mate oh, thank we'll obviously um, stay in contact you send over the like, um, fundraising page yeah, and if that. everyone
2: can go fund yeah, go fund
0: yeah, it, yeah then 100% then, uh, if nothing. everyone can make as much donations as possible but yeah we'll definitely stay in contact mate cool. um, yeah thank you very much mate Hi, we'll, thank we'll you. speak soon thanks for having me cheers mate
2: thanks